are my hiding place and my shield. Welcome back to Hackberry House, a podcast devoted to the Word of God and the persecuted church of North Korea. My name is Bob. This is podcast number 345. It's December 13, 2015. Today, several essays geared to putting you in a prayer frame of mind about North Korea. And I take all of them from Hackberry House, Volume 1, Two Years with North Korea, by by yours truly. This first article came from Day 92 of Extreme Devotion, which is a devotional book that's put out by Voice of the Martyrs. It's about an incident that occurred several years back in North Korea. What is it? Missionary asked his friend while preparing to go into North Korea. Just take it. You'll know when to open it. Disguised as a businessman, the missionary journeyed into North Korea. He was assigned a communist guide who had a habit of taking long naps. Seeing his opportunity, the missionary quietly left the hotel while his guide slept. He entered a nearby village and met up with a small group of believers. As soon as they realized the young missionary was an ordained minister, they said, You must baptize us. We've waited for someone to baptize us. In a land where possessing a Bible can mean a a 15-year service, a formal baptism could mean certain death. And without any lake or river nearby, the missionaries simply prayed over the believers one by one as a symbol of their faith. But to his amazement, they were not satisfied. We've waited 40 years for communion. One of the believers immediately brought out some rice cakes. The missionary thought they had a baptism without water. Maybe they could have communion without drink. And then he remembered the gift his friend handed him before going into North Korea. He quickly grabbed his travel bag and took out the package. It was a bottle of wine. Speechless, each villager wept openly, praising God for his timely gift. Now, I've, I had to make a comment on that, that I've been a, an advocate for believer baptism in water, underneath the water, and I've, over 50 years. For sure, I've believed all that. I still do. But I've never lived in North Korea. Have you? I still can't comprehend the price of being a Christian in North Korea. Can you? I'm spoiled, and I'm not alone. Let's continue to weep and to pray, not only for believers such as these, but for our own coldness of heart as we live in such abundance. In every nation, those and only those who draw near to God will find God drawing near to them. Well, the next article is called Beaten to Death for Bringing in a Bible. They begged and begged me, but I I wouldn't give it to them, said the man. I know Christians are supposed to share, but I just couldn't part with it. He sadly held out his hand so that his listener could see his prized possession. I really wanted to, but I couldn't. You see, people in North Korea told me that they'd been praying for 50 years to get a Bible. But I didn't give them mine because I'd been praying for 20 years. And I'd just gotten it from a pastor in South Korea. He sighed deeply as his mind went to the needy believers in North Korea, desperately praying for one copy of the Bible. 
He hugged his Bible to his chest. He had escaped the communist prison state and was now living freely in South Korea. Bibles in North Korea are rare. Because of the opposition from the communists, believers consider them more precious than gold. One man was beaten to death with an iron rod along the Chinese border when he was caught bringing Bibles into North Korea. Sadly, cases like this are reported over and over. I cannot forget those people, he said with a sigh. I cannot forget the look of envy on their faces when I showed them my Bible. I feel so bad for them. Huh. Wow. Well, have you been feeling bad for them too, folks? It helps to pray, but I'm regularly asking God, how else can I help? Will you join me? Again, that article was also borrowed from Extreme Devotion, published by Voice of Martyrs, as is this next one. What happened? A North Korean mother asked as her son walked through the front door with a look of shock. I was with my friends today when two police officers stopped us. They knocked my friend down and they accused him of being a Christian. My friend didn't try to defend himself, even with a gun pointed directly at him. His face remained peaceful. He looked straight into my eyes and without speaking a word, I knew what he was saying. He wanted me to believe the same thing he did. And then he just said, bless them. He was executed right in front of me because he was a Christian. I don't even know what a Christian is. I don't understand any of this. After he shared his story, his mother held his head in her hands and simply said, uh, I understand. She then began to share with him the truth about Christ, her Savior. She taught her son about Jesus' miraculous birth and the opportunity for salvation that came through his death on a cross. And though it pained her that she had never dared to tell her son because she worried for his safety, she was thankful that God was giving them a second chance. As those bullets hit your friend's heart, God planted a seed of hope in yours. Today, this young man is active smuggling Bibles into North Korea and planting house churches. Wow. Well, I hope my stories, as I'm still reading from the book here, that I hope my stories are not depressing you. I say that because sometimes they, well, they depress me. In the natural, the news coming out of North Korea is horrible. It's a constant drip, drip of sadness. But then these horrors are creating 21st century heroes, too. Those biblical giants of faith you've read about and thought existed no more, they do exist. Since persecution didn't end in the first century, heroic acts of courage didn't end either. Saints of God, without these trials, how else can we shine? Check this one out, for example. This is also from Extreme Devotion, purely copied from the book. You might want to get that book. As he slowly came around, his eyes adjusted to the to the smoke. He cried out for his pastor, but no one answered. Horrified, he quickly began digging his way out of the pile of flesh and rubble. That morning he had been among a group of 190 North Korean believers when the police stormed in, rounded them up, harshly marched them to the town center. Their nation's leader at that time was 
Kim Il-sung, grandfather of the present leader. He stood before them. He walked to the center of the square and drew a line in the dirt, ordering those who wanted to live to deny Christ and cross the line. Not one stepped forward. Infuriated, Kim Il-sung ordered the group thrown into a mining tunnel with sticks of dynamite. The last thing the surviving believer remembered was his pastor, consoling and encouraging the group, realizing he was the lone survivor, he cried, Why, God? Why didn't you let me die with the others? God immediately filled his heart with peace, and he knew that someone must remain and be a witness to their faith. This was the first of many brutal attacks by Kim Il-sung's form of communism and worship called Juche. News of the heroic event spread among the Christians and is still told today in North Korea and in America and through the Internet, around the world. Everything Satan does to us backfires in his face. Eventually, he'll be the one dynamited into eternal punishment, while the ones who were faithful and suffered with Jesus will shine like the stars forever. Well, let's continue on with Extreme Devotion. So many good stories in there, and I copied them one after the other here for a series, a section of my book. This is day 341 out of that devotional. Look for the cross. The young Korean that was named Kik heard a villager say, Look for the cross. Word spread to those who escaped from North Korea into China that they should look for a building with a cross. He finally found one, and with it, food and clothing. He also found a new relationship with Jesus Christ. The church members discipled Kik for three months. But Kik knew he must return to North Korea to tell others about Jesus. Kim and another young believer were given five Bibles and food for their journey. Kik, I believe, not Kim. However, border guards captured them just after they made it across the river back into North Korea. The guards discovered the Bibles that Kik's friend was carrying. The guards then beat Kik's friend to death with an iron rod. Then they turned on Kik, but he managed to escape. And after several months, he began to share Christ with others and started an underground church in North Korea. Before long, Kik realized he needed more Bibles for the rapidly growing number of believers. He remembered how his friend had given up his life trying to bring the word of God back to their homeland. When Kik decided to return to China for more Bibles, the believers were very anxious for his safety. Kik remembered the advice given to him some time ago. He simply replied, just look to the cross. And then uh, from an eyewitness account borrowed from Thomas Belke's book called Juche, he said shortly after the Korean War broke out, communist soldiers overtook a small town outside Pyongyang. 190 Christians were apprehended, along with their pastor, Brother Kim. The soldiers asked, is it really worth dying for Jesus? We could save your life if you'll just say you don't believe in him. Pastor Kim would not deny the Lord, so he was hung on a cross amidst a slow-burning fire. 
The soldiers, thinking they had won the day, turned to the 190 and said, Those who still believe in Jesus, come forth. And all 190 stepped forward. The soldiers marched them all into an abandoned mine, threw sticks of dynamite inside, and then left them for dead. Hours later, one man awoke. He was filled with remorse when he realized he had survived. Why, Lord, didn't you take me to heaven? He found his way out of the mine after several days of digging. Then it was that he discovered that all of his fingers were missing and his hands were swollen and bloody. Later he understood something else. God had spared his life so he could tell the church and the family of Pastor Kim Kick just what had happened. Hadn't he lived? Had he not lived? No one would ever have heard this story. So God has his purposes for all of us too. Let's humbly seek him and his, and his perfect will. Now I realize that's a repeat a little bit of the last one, but you get a few more details there that probably are very difficult to deal with. I think I will stop there today. Only 13 minutes into our time, but I, I think that's enough. This is such a serious matter. We pray for North Korea. I do not say that everything that was happening then is happening now. I think there are probably worse things happening now and, and better. And it, it just it varies from province to province, from concentration camp to concentration camp. But there are serious things going on. You must believe that. Every person who comes out of there and comes over here, or comes to South Korea, tells the stories. And they're unable to really deal with, with life in many cases for many years. Pray, pray, pray. For those that are there, for those that are out all North Koreans who have been Christians during that time are in serious trouble. Pray for them. I'd like to offer this book, Hackberry House, Volume 1, uh, Two Years with North Korea. It's on the internet or you can go to uh, this website. Just one moment. Hackberry House, Volume 1 is createspace.com forward slash 391-4024 and you'll be told how to purchase it there. Go to Amazon.com. I think it's the same price there and it's really for an almost 500 page book. Uh, the price will... No, it's almost a 600 page book. price will be very pleasant to you. I think you'll, you'll see it's well worth, well worth the price. But whether you buy that or... You can go online to the my website and find all those articles in there, all those written form and in spoken form that the, uh, let's see, North Korea audio weblog is what you would look under there. But whatever you do, pursue this. Pursue God for these people. May God bless you as you do. Don't forget the scripture we started with, Psalm 119, verse 114. You are my hiding place.